The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. So our affirmation card this week is a quote from Dr. Holmes, and he wrote this. He said, we are born to be happy, to be abundantly supplied with every good thing, to have fun in living, to consciously unite with the divine power that is around us and within us, and to grow and expand forever. And it was Dr. Benjamin Franklin, one of the founding fathers, who said, the Constitution only gives people the right to pursue happiness. You have to catch it yourself. So we enjoy reminding you and reminding you often of just how powerful you are, of how you chose to come to this journey, to this particular physical journey at this particular time. And we hope it never escapes your individual attention that you not only chose this journey at this time to be a master, master creator you are, but you also chose a location, a country, which supports your freedom to create your journey as you choose. You didn't choose Russia, North Korea, or China, countries not known for their outstanding human rights and freedoms of their citizens. And you didn't choose a third world country where sometimes it's just a daily struggle to survive. In all of your pre-physical wisdom, you chose the good old USA, a country which supports your divine birthright to be happy, abundantly supplied, to have fun in living, to consciously unite with the divine power for growth and expansion forever. Providing, of course, you are willing to pursue, catch, and live such auspicious ambitions. The fabric of our country is weaved with tales of individuals achieving happiness, outstanding success and abundance, who all pursue what they believe their destiny to be. And many of these individuals did so while overcoming tremendous obstacles in their path. Racism, sexism, homophobia, a perceived lack of educational opportunities and societal ones as well, even physical disabilities. Yes, this fabric of our country is weaved with their stories, and the thread which holds them all together is a thread of perseverance, of faith and conviction, not only in their version of what they believe God to be at the time, but also a faith and conviction in the power of themselves. Something within all those individuals and their stories had to trigger a burning within them which said, you have a divine birthright to be happy, abundantly supplied, to enjoy life. Now go and catch it and make it your own.
That is a common theme among the triumphant stories that make up this fabric of our country and of our consciousness. The burning desire to live better, to be happier, is always coupled with an equal awareness within the individual who acts as if they know like they know like they know. If it is up to me, it is up to me. I want you to think back for a moment and think about those whose, whose stories you admire, who inspire you. Sir Joyner Truth, Abraham Lincoln, Albert Einstein, Susan B. Anthony, Walt Disney, Martin Luther King, Harvey Milk, Tommy Thomas Edison, Steve Jobs, Les Brown. And I know someone's thinking, surely he's not going to forget about Oprah. You might even recall someone who shared your journey, a family member, a friend, a teacher, whose story of triumph is equally imprinted these are individuals who are separated by time, space, race, gender, and education, and yet each reached and lived their definition. Their definition, take a message, I'll be out in a moment. Their definition of what it meant to follow their divine purpose, what it meant to live their divinity. And their story was ingrained in, the, in our human fabric. Nothing was handed to them. They acted as if. If it is up to me, it is up to me. They chose to live their inalienable right for the pursuit of happiness and freedom by, demonstrate, by demonstrating only a faith and conviction in what they perceived to be God to be and a strong faith and conviction in themselves stories of the names mentioned or not mentioned this morning serve a purpose for us. Yes, they are motivating and they are inspiring. Beyond that, their stories serve as a how-to guide. A how-to guide of how to strengthen our faith and our conviction in ourselves. Achieving our desires. A how-to guide of living the awareness that if it is to be, it is up to me. And perhaps most important, each story, regardless of obstacles presented to the individual, serves as a guide of how to live and express as the heart of the brain, which is the title of our lesson this morning, The Heart of the Brain. I have a little story to tell you. It's about a husband and wife, and they're driving through the state of Louisiana. And as they approached Nakatosh, Louisiana, they started arguing about the pronunciation of the name of the town. Now, the wife was advocating the pronunciation used in the dictionary, Nakatosh, is the correct pronunciation, and the husband was advocating the pronunciation we hear often in the South, Nachochis. And they argued back and forth for miles and miles on end, until finally they decided to stop and they got up to the counter, and before they ordered, the husband said to the clerk, Now look, before we order, could you do me a favor and help settle an argument that we've been having? And he said, Would you please announce, pronounce where we are very slowly? The clerk leaned over the counter and said, Burger King. 
I like this story as it represents you should go on long road trips with your spouse without a dictionary. But also, in addition to that, the story represents knowing where we are, knowing where we are within our journey is often a matter of perception. So we have to ask, do you know where you are in your journey? Do you know that you, where you are is centered in and as an omnipotent creative power of individual good? Do you know that you live in a country which promotes your freedom to utilize this divine creative power anytime you choose and as often as you choose? And are you exercising that right, that divine birthright here now? Yes, we live in the land of the free and the home of the brave, and for us to express all the potential the American Constitution affords us, we have to awaken our own brave hearts, a heart steeped in faith and conviction that as an expression of source, we are capable, you are capable of achieving each and every one of your ambitions, a heart that understands achieving those ambitions won't always be easy, and sometimes may even feel a tad difficult. John Rockefeller said, I do not think that there's any other quality so essential to success of any kind as the quality of perseverance. It overcomes almost everything, even nature. Even nature. It is during those times the brave heart either uses the stories of triumph those who have come before as a how-to guide, or the brave heart chooses to persevere by traveling a yet uncharted path. Maybe this is why Sojourner Truth said, I will not allow my life's light to be determined by the darkness around me. That's awesome. I will not allow my life's light to be determined by the darkness around me. Perhaps it's why Harvey Milk said, I have tasted freedom. I will not give up that which I have tasted. You have tasted your divinity. Often, your oneness with Source was the only light capable of fading the darkness around your journey. Don't ever get caught up in where you are within your journey. Only get caught up in what you know within your brain have a destiny to fulfill, a divine birthright, to live your version of happiness, your version of success, your version of what it means to really live your divinity. You did not choose this body at this time in this country by chance. You chose it because you wanted every opportunity to have the freedom to express the highest and best good living as the highest and best good of you. And you can take that knowing and make it so. Martin Luther King said, freedom is never voluntarily given by the oppressor. It must be demanded by the oppressed. It must be demanded by the oppressed. And where we are, where you are in your journey is you know you have this birthright to divine freedom. 
it not only states it in the Constitution, but it says so throughout the textbook. I think any, any time something begins to encroach on your freedom to be, your freedom to live the way that you want to be, whether it's done as a result of a political statement or a religious view, something within you says, no, this can't be. And what is within you saying, no, this can't be, is source. It is the creative wisdom of the intelligence saying, in order to freely create, we must not be bound by the limited thinking of a few. Some kind of submission. That is when we cast it all out. We begin to mandate right. begin to mandate your ability to express your individual freedom. And we live in strange political times right now. We do. Not just saying. <laughs> but here's the kicker. I don't want to get into the oppression that we're seeing. Here's the big thing. When we're looking and feeling that oppression, wherever it may be, it is incumbent upon us to call the politician, to do the affirmative prayer work, to send the letter, to talk to uncle or aunt or whomever that has that opposing political view and look them in the eye and say, I love you. Cannot, cannot express freedom of the divine by limiting those who love. We will not heal this world by pointing out the different political differences or the religious differences or any of that. We will heal the world by expressing the ability that we all have to love and to love freely. To love and to love freely. And to understand this is a call to everyone. We accept the removal of freedom from, from any one group. Once that removal of freedom has been achieved for one group, the precedent has been set. The roadmap has been created for the removal of all freedoms for all groups. This is not about what they're doing to them, to those, or anyone else. It is about what they're doing to the very Einstein said, few are those who see with their own eyes and feel with their own hearts. And I get it. What we're seeing on the news and on Twitter accounts and everything else, all of that is world of effect. What we're asking you to do is come forward with how you feel. To come forward with, if it's feeling yucky, then that's the time to do the treatment work. That's the time to do the meditation work. To say, let me heal this yucky feeling. So I can get back into that higher vibration of love so that I can then move forward and heal the world. We cannot heal the world until we have healed ourselves. I like to share the story. I haven't shared it in a long time, but I'm going to share it now. It's a lot of fun for me. Some of you may have heard it, so just pretend it's still fun for you. But years ago, when Amendment 1 was hitting, Amendment 1, the, the anti-gay amendment to the Georgia Constitution, Amendment one, or the amendment two. What do we call it? Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. One or two. Um, I was one of the ministers. I was the minister in charge of rallying the other ministers to go down and 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 rally with the state legislators to 
get them not to pass the amendment. And we, we had a large group of contingency down there, and the opposition force also had a large group, large contingency down there. And there, would often, there was a lot of screaming, a lot of yelling. And often, in my weeks down there, I would come face to face with the head of the opposition, opposition party, Katie somebody, I can't remember her last name. And I like to say, you know, she was always there, Bible in one hand, broom in the other. I know I'm being facetious. She didn't really have a Bible. But every single time, every single time, the example that I would set, it wasn't just for me, it was about what I wanted our people to do. And when I would come face to face with her in the corner of the steakhouse, I would extend my hand and say, how about if we sit down together and have a cup of coffee? How about if we chat and see what common ground each and every time she would make this scally little face at me and turn around and walk away. And that's okay. She was living her version of her faith. Follow that? I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying this is what is. And so now I had a choice. I had a choice to say, let me just tell you what she did. Or I could go back to our group and say, okay, they don't feel like but we have a stronger, more of a job to do. And so I allowed myself to feel with my own heart. Beyond outside appearance. Steve Jobs said, have the courage to follow your heart and your, intu and your intuition. They somehow know what you truly want to become. And this is what happens when we get caught up in the effects of the world. We know what our heart is saying. We know it's burning. It's leading us to our desire. It's leading us to feel and to out of a sense of the consciousness and the energy of freedom. But then we get caught up in the effects of the world and what others are saying we can and cannot do. And something triggers and we say, well, I guess I better believe that. We forget those triumphant stories. All those people that have been hurt. We forget to look at that how-to guide. We don't have to accept what the world is telling us. We only have to follow your heart world was right. You wouldn't have to do treatment to love everybody. All the time. Allow yourself to feel that energy coming forward. Oprah Winfrey said, understand that the right to choose your own path is a sacred privilege. Use it well in possibility. Your right, your constitutional right to pursue your happiness your idea of happiness, to live a life of liberty and freedom, is the first step. We know that, that you have every right to pursue your goal of what it means to you to be happy. Then you're dwelling within possibility. Then you're allowing the universe to begin flowing through you, through visions and ideas that allow you to create beyond the immediate. Beyond the Susan B. Anthony said, the older I get, the greater power I seem to have to help in the world. I am like a snowflake. The further I am rolled, the more I gain. 
now. Your journey someday is going to be a how-to guide for those that follow. How's that, Greg? Your journey right now is inspiring generations that will follow. All this little stuff that we get caught up on from time to time, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter because those are not the things that the people are going to remember. Those are not the things that that know you will talk about for generations after you leave. We're going to talk about your strength. We're going to talk about how you overcame the odds. We're going to talk about how you allowed yourself to stay centered and principled regardless of what was going on in the outside world. And about how you stepped into spiritual awareness. And if it is to be, Everything else became secondary. Wes Brown said, you don't get what you want in life. You get who you are. You don't get what you want in life. You get who you are. So we asked you a moment ago, where are you? The answer was, well, I'm surrounded by infinite presence. And so now we have to ask, well, who are you? And at first blush, I know a lot of folks answer that. Well, I'm a father, I'm a mother, I'm a brother, I'm a sister. I'm an IT consultant. And that's true at the world of effect. But at the world of cause, you are a powerful master creator. You are a spiritual being creating a spiritual experience. End of story. Everything else is what unfolds within the world of effect as a result of that truth. And let me tell you something, boys and girls. Roll to roll! Fashing your seatbelt! Just say it. Force is strong. If the second nature answer, what are you? The second nature answer, the automatic response is centered in the world of effect. There's more work to do. In order for the universe to know you first and foremost as God, first and foremost know yourself as a powerful spiritual being, bending the manifest world to your energy, to your wills. Then the universe is going to know you as that powerful master creator. Nothing you cannot do, nothing you cannot be. Once you set the intention, catch the happy one of my favorite quotes of all time is from Wilbur, Wilma Rudolph, who said, Never underestimate the power of dreams and the influence of the human spirit. We are all the same in this notion. The potential for greatness lives within each of us. So I've shared her, Wilma's story before about how she was born premature in rural Tennessee in the poverty and the segregated South and how at age four she was diagnosed with a form of polio and was forced to wear the leg braces. And in an interview once, Rudolph said, my doctors told me I would never walk again. My mother told me I would. 
I believe, my mother, by not underestimating the power of her dream and the spirit of her brave heart, she shed the leg braces and the polio diagnosis to become a bronze medal winner in, 19, in the 1956 Olympics and a three gold medal winner in the 1960 Olympics, the first American woman to ever do so. And we all know that great story about Wilma Rudolph, but her story continues. Years after the flurry of accolades that accompany um, uh, Olympic wins, years after those accolades began, began to fade, she decided to complete her, her education. She became an elementary school teacher, later a director of track at a major university. In 1963, she participated in the civil rights protest in her hometown of Clarksville to, to help end segregation. And afterwards, within a short time, the mayor desegregated everything. She was a goodwill ambassador, ambassador, host of a TV show in Indianapolis, and for a short time, a sports commentator. And, and in the middle of all that, she was a mother of four. Born into poverty, Polio, a woman, African-American in the segregated South, and a mother with demands on her time. She broke the barriers. She shattered the glass ceiling. Why? Because she acted as if. She acted as if it is up to, if it's up to me, it is up to me. Her heart was brave enough to have faith in herself, to persevere, Rudolph said, I believe in me more than anything else in this world. Can you say that? Can you say it with feelings and knowing? Yes. There's a very good chance, I believe, that we would not know Wilma Rudolph's story and not have it to use as a how-to guide to follow the desires of our brave heart if she had been born in another country. She had been born in Russia or China or North Korea. If someone was to read the United States Declaration of Independence and then follow that reading with the first few opening chapters of the Science of Mind textbook written by Ernest Holmes, they would find remarkable similarities in these two documents. The opening to the Declaration of Independence reads, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for people to advance from that subordination in which they have hitherto remained, and to assume among powers of the earth at the equal and independent station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitled them, a descent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes them to change, to change, to pursue a greater idea. The document goes on to say, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal and independent, that from that equal creation they deserve right and inherit and inalienable among which are the preservation, preservation of life and the liberty and the pursuit 
it does not say unlimited liberty. It does not say the preservation of life as they are born into it. And it certainly does not say one person's or one group of persons' view of what happiness means. The Declaration of Independence is very clear. It says we are all created We are all created with God and nature's intent to pursue life, freedom, and happiness. If you were to read just page 25 of the Science of Mind textbook, you will find this passage divine plan is one of freedom. Bondage is not God-ordained. Freedom is the birthright of every living soul. All instinctively feel this. The truth points to freedom under the law. Thus, the inherent nature of man is forever seeking to express itself in terms of freedom. Do well to listen to our inner voice of a life wonderful in its scope and of a love beyond our fondest dreams. Freedom which the soul craves. We're not American by accident. We're not a metaphysician by accident. You chose this country, this teaching, because the creative intelligence intelligence within you. Express the wisdom to come to this journey, to this country, so that your divine birthright of freedom to create and express in happiness would exist in harmony with your rights as an American citizen to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. And if you're going to take that, whatever you do this, this 4th of July, if you go out and you celebrate Cochran Fiber, awesome. Do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it around my house. Father's kitties and Go and do that. Set off your fireworks. Listen to patriotic music. But take the time to really focus in on one truth. That truth that, wow, something within me, free physical experience, made the decision. Am I honoring that something within me? Am I living what I know to be my inalienable constitutional right as well as my divine birthright? And if the answer is yes, awesome, keep doing it. If the answer is, well, maybe I could improve just a little bit, just, just a tad. By improving just a tad, maybe that doesn't mean making sure that my rights aren't being trampled, but my neighbor's rights aren't being trampled. Do that. Honor your power. Honor your brave heart. And what you will find is that wherever you are, it will always be centered. Love, freedom, creative power of the divine. So is our life. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation.
spirit of mine in as and through me blesses and multiplies my offering perfect work and returns to me multiplied abundantly. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.